Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. Buy one, get one free snow crab legs every Tuesday and Wednesday for a limited time. Find a location near you online, chickiesandpeets.com. So you know how, like, when training camp's about to start, you can just feel football's coming back? Sure. And when, you know, the leaves start to turn, you know, week one is coming. You have that first, uh, that first. it's probably August, where you walk outside and it's a little crisp. Yep, and you're like, all right, football's oh, coming. Oh, man. So walking into Chickies and Pete's today made me miss football. Yeah, I mean, because you, you live here. Exactly. During the football season, I'm here a lot. I just feel like being in here makes me feel like we should be talking about an Eagles game. Well, we're talking about the Eagles. We all, yeah, we are talking about the Eagles. So but. don't worry, we're we're taking care of that one. Yes. Um, but I thought I thought it was interesting. Um, yesterday obviously was Leap Day. Um, it was. I have a question for you. Sure. If you were born on the 29th, would you rather celebrate your birthday on the 28th or the first? Would you pick and choose? Like, do you have so to pick one? 20, if I was turning 21, the 28th. Okay, all right. To have your first drink, yeah. Right, because we never drink before 21. Exactly. Yeah. I do love when people, you know, turn 21 and they do the whole joke like, oh, my first drink, look at this, I've never had a shot. Mom, yeah. mom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I promise. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny every time. Oh, nails it. People nail it. Um, yeah. Did you know what a leap year was before you I did, actually. I saw you guys were confused by this. So it's like an well, accumulation of the extra time or something like that. And I guess, like, you need it because the calendars would flip or something. So my only thing is, and I should preface this by saying, I'm not smart enough to talk about, about yes, this. Yes, yes. But why not just make the calendar so it works? <laughs> well, I don't know. Because it wouldn't be a full day. Yeah, I, don't, I guess you But we decide what a full day is. Yeah, Buzz. So why don't you make it a 30-hour day is what you're saying or just adjust it to whatever yeah, it I'm is? Yeah, I'm saying like if, if, if we've messed the calendar up to the point that we need to add a day every four years, this seems like a pretty easy adjustment. You'd have you're to saying? adjust how time is tracked at this point, which seems too late. Well, seems what what is it? And how, much, how much extra would you need in, in a day? I don't know. Like make it eight, eight You need eight. an extra 24 hours every four years. All right. Well, you can figure that out. How many di- Four years is what? Like almost 1,200 days? You can, you can figure that out. Are you saying we should eye test the calendar? Yeah. I'm saying if the calendar was messed up a long time ago, maybe we should fix it if, if well, there was the, a result. Imagine if you, schooled, if you turned in a school project and you were like, I made a calendar, but every four years well, we have to add an the, extra day. The day is based upon the sun going up and down. 
Yeah, plus, I'm very curious. You know, you, you talk with such confidence back there. You, you seem kind of, when did you turn into nerd? Uh, nerd? <laughs> it's just not that hard to understand. I learned Dude, what a leap day was in elementary school. And also, Dan, Dan. I knew what it was in Urbanus. third grade. Wait, wait, wait. You, say the, you say the day is based off when the sun goes up and down. We decided that. Yes. Right, well, so we could just well, say like, it gets darker earlier. We could, but then you could have the sun like, didn't. The sun the didn't sun, dictate. If you made the day longer by like six hours, the sun would start coming up again be, for a second time in the same day. Six, it wouldn't need to be six hours. It would probably need to be like eight minutes or something like that. Here's my here's my problem with the leap year, and th- and this is always my problem in school too. Like once people started talking about it so much, I zoned out. Like I, I could tell based like, on based off what you knew about. Like this. I just, I, I don't really care. Like, yeah, I, it happens every four years. Well, it sounds like people made the calendar didn't really care either. Yeah, it sounds like they're being. Lazy. <laughs> like, Let's get this over with. Yeah, yeah it went. Um, but I thought, with the, I thought with it being a leap year yesterday, who in Philly sports is going to take the biggest leap? Oh, look at you in twenty twenty four. That's that for a radio topic. That's good. And I, I think that there's, um, there's a couple names here. I'm not putting a flyer. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> All right, that's good. What about a union player? Not putting a Quinn union Sullivan? player. Quinn Sullivan? I Quinn Sullivan? Tw- Quinn. Every time you tweet about the union, I think an angel loses the twins. <laughs> I, it's just, it's, I know you're not, you're not the biggest fan. Um, so Jalen Carter. Okay. Is, is Jalen Carter the, the number one seed for people who th- that, that people think is going to have the biggest well, leap in 2024? This. I think it's going to be hard for Jalen Carter to match what he did last year. He kind of fell off, but he did at the end. But Jalen Carter's life is going to be a lot more difficult next year without Fletcher Cox next to him. Do you think Fletcher Cox is one hundred percent gone? I did at the end of the season, being in the locker room the last day, hearing the way the Georgia defensive lineman talked about him. Like I think Jordan Davis, and I'm paraphrasing here, essentially said something like, "I'm happy Fletcher gets to go off on his own terms next year. We're going to have to be the leaders. We're not going to be able to lean on him." I mean, he was talking like he's gone, and his locker was completely cle- uh, cleared out. I've never seen it like that, so that felt noteworthy to me. But Howie, speaking at the Combine this week, said he doesn't ever want to see him play in another uniform, and I don't think Fletcher's ready to retire. So He also said at the end of that that I thought was interesting, he said, um, you know, we like the opportunity to bring them back. You know, yeah. He said, like, I don't, want to see, I don't want to see them wearing another uniform, and we'd like the opportunity, if they want to keep playing, to bring them back, which I thought was notable. What's interesting about Fletcher Cox is it feels like for the – last two years when he's been signed in the offseason, it was, well, this is just, you know, extra pay because he's an eagle, how he's too emotional to his guys. They've really needed him the last Dude, Fletcher, year, and they really need him next year. Fletcher had one of his best years last year. Yeah. I thought Fletcher was really good. And if Jordan Davis, we'll talk about making a leap, I, I just, I don't trust Jordan Davis. I think Jordan Davis is what he is. He's what he is. It's what he was in college. Shouldn't be, though. Shouldn't be. I mean, he's an NFL player. Right. He's not a bust to the extent of a Jalen Rager or Marcus Smith. Like, Jordan Davis will be in the NFL for probably eight to ten years. But I just don't think he is someone – he's not going to make Jalen Carter's life easy because Jalen Carter – they're not going to double Jordan Davis next to Jalen Carter. My thing with Jordan Davis is, is it going to be this every year where he comes out, he's in good shape, he's hot at the beginning of the year, and then tapers off by the end? Or is he someone that can, like, because he was, there was talk of benching him for Milton Williams at the end of the year. Yeah, he fell off at the end of the year. Um, now, you know, the whole team did. So it's hard to I know. Sing, I single know. him out. But no, I, I mean, look, I said it when they drafted him. I thought he had a good training camp last year and so it showed some encouraging signs. But the bottom line is until he can rush the passer, and the Eagles know this, until he can rush the passer, he is not going to be worthy of that pick. Doesn't mean he's not a good player. Doesn't mean he's not helpful on a winning team. But he is not worth the 13th overall pick until he can rush the passer. Nolan Smith. We talk about making a leap in 2024. They're going to need him. I, I mean, badly. We'll see what happens with with Hassan Reddick. If they do trade Hassan, um, I'm of the of the mindset of 
I, I would still take one at 22. I would take an edge rusher. But also, I, I would go pay a guy. Like, 100%. But they have to. If they, if they lose Hassan Reddick, you can't count on Nolan Smith to give you that production. And, and my, my fear is, because when Howie talked the other day, he talked about, we're going to play the young guys. And I told Nick, like, we've got to play the young guys. Which of the young guys didn't play last year? I mean, they all played. Jordan. Nolan Smith would be the one. It's the one, He would right? be the one. I because mean, Keely Ringo played. Like, um, now, some of them played due to injury, but your point still stands. They got snaps last year. They literally moved Nolan Smith's position at, some, at one point. They made yeah, him a made linebacker. him a stand-up linebacker. I mean, Keeley played. Eli Ricks played. Sidney Brown played. Tyler Steen didn't really play. I think that was more performance because they tried to play him in that one game, and I don't, I don't think it went so well. Um, they played Camp Jurgens. Yeah, well, he started. He started. Yeah. He's the right guard. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, the only when he's talking about playing young guys, the, that just feels like he's talking about Nolan. Nolan Smith. And I do think when they when they traded Derek Barnett and they moved to Matt Patricia, I think the expectation was Nolan would be out on the field. I I actually don't blame the Eagles for this. No, my guess is that that coaching staff. Now they could be wrong. I'm not going to sit here and defend Matt Patricia, but I think the coaching staff didn't feel Nolan was ready to play. Yeah, and, and for what it's worth, at the end of the year, they were like in a must win situation for the final month. I know. So. And I'm not sure. I I just. His size really worries me. I, I, I think he's small. Now, look, in training camp, I was blown oh, away man. by what you were. I, yeah. you were I was Nolan all Smith in. Up. Nolan Smith looked awesome. Now, the question is, is he just a uh, you know, training camp guy in the way that, because to your point, he is undersized. He's super quick. Um, Howie did say at the combine they thought he had a great playoff game for what that's for, you know, what, that was what, awesome. for what yeah. that's worth. But, no, I mean, I've not, given, I've not given up on Nolan Smith. I just think last year the coaching staff did not feel he was good enough to get on the field. My other fear is that I, I, he seems injury prone. I, I mean, he missed time in, in, yeah. in training camp. He carried over into the regular season. Carried over in the regular season. He missed time late, I believe, with an injury. Mm-hmm. He missed a lot of time at Georgia with injuries. Yeah. Might just be, might just be who he is. Now, Dickerson was injury prone coming out, but he... He, he stayed relatively healthy. He's a guy that feels like he always comes off for a snap, but he's probably played like, you know, 40 straight games or whatever. For sure. For sure. Um, so that's, that's the main Eagles, like maybe Keeley Ringo, but I don't know what they're going to do at the, at, the, at the cornerback position. I'll be interested to see if they give Keeley a real chance to start. because I, I liked him. I like Keeley Ringo. He's a great athlete. I thought he played relatively well last year, considering he was thrown into a really tough situation. And they did trade up for Keeley. Like, they have shown a serious investment in him. So... I, I would give him a shot to to go in there and start, but if they're going to invest big in a Jalen Johnson as a free agent, or if you bring back Slay, or you know, I think they're, Keely needs to make it through to training camp without a big move being made. But I would be okay at least seeing what he has in training camp. Sixers wise, Maxi, I think already made the leap. He's made the leap. He's made the leap, and now I wonder, I wonder what the next step is for Maxi. Well, you know, uh, you, when, you, when you told me during the break, we were, you know, there's a question you had. The first name that really popped to mind for me was Ricky Council. Ricky Council. Yeah, Ricky Council has been awesome. But, look, Ma- Maxie, I think the step, the leap, I should say, he needs to take is he just needs to, he needs to be better being the main guy. I think Maxie, much like Jalen Carter, and more so than Jalen Carter, has proven he is clearly a very good NBA player. He's an elite shooter. He's a streaky scorer. He's been, a, I think, a better passer this year than he's given credit for. A lot of players around him have missed shots. But the team is what, are what they are without Embiid. And, you know, I think like 4-12 and 12 or 4-17, and 17, something like that. You can't be a legit number one max player in the NBA and have your team be 4-15 and you know, 15 when, when, when you're the main guy. Like, they, he has to be better at carrying the team. I, and, and, again, like, this is where we differ on that. I just don't know if, if, if that's him. I, I don't know if he's a carry the team. Yeah, well, that's the leap, though, to my point. Like, that's the leap he has to make. But how many – like, again, like – even if he traded him out, like, what's the best case scenario for Tyrese Maxey? He's Kyrie? No, I think the best case, honestly, is Dame. 
I mean, if you look at what okay, Dame, well, they, what Dame has done, they don't. They didn't win anything. Like they, they no, but that's catch. not. Da- it's not Dame's fault. I mean, they were. He also had Aldridge though when he went, when he was at his best. That's when he yeah, had but they, they were like a top five, four seed a lot in the West in I'm, a very I'm tough talk, West. I'm too. talking when he when he, it was Dame, like it was Dame's show like the last couple of years. They they were like eight seeds. Nine. Well, okay, I I agree that the Blazers probably did not reach their potential. But for what it's worth, he was playing at a time when the Warriors were in the West, when the Dame's Rockets a, were really good. But it's not it's not anti Dame. It's just. How many six foot one guards can really carry a basketball team? Like Kyrie can't carry a team when, and, and, when the team isn't. And I don't good think Maxi needs to do it for eighty two games because he has Joel. Right. I'm just saying when Joel is gone, he needs to be better than he's been. And he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good. Yeah, he's been okay. I, I think he sometimes scores, and I feel I. So I hate when the King Howard Eskin says this about Dak Prescott. Empty stats. Dak. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I, I do think Tyree sometimes feels a little bit like an empty stat guy. Sometimes. Yeah. Like this, uh, the the game against the Knicks where he scored thirty five. Yeah. Like it was the most empty thirty five. They were down like seventeen the whole game. Yeah. And when it was close late, he couldn't you know make yep. a shot to, to to bring it close. And for the Phillies, I got three main candidates. I was gonna say I can't imagine how many you have for here. No, I got I got three main ones. Okay. Uh, Bohmstad and Kirkring, and if I had those three, I think. I think Kirkring's the guy. I'm in on Kirkring. Kirkring's going to be good. I, I think. I think last year people are a little too con- concerned about what happened in the Diamondback series, and that's fair. But also, he jumped five levels. So in I, a year. I don't think it's fair. So, I mean, look, I, like he wasn't great against the Diamondbacks, but that was his first trip to the postseason. He was good earlier in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it was far more encouraging than disappointing from him. I think there's. I think. I think he's the closer by. Man. Do you think he is, is, has closer stuff? Yeah, 100%. And he's working on it, not to get too into it, but he's got a little uh, two-seam action on his Well, basketball. I've seen some videos on Twitter. Oh, uh, it's moving? Some baseballs that look hard to hit. It's moving. Yeah. It's, yeah. Do you think you could square him up? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Well, I'd have, yeah. I need some luck. But. Now, now, Boomer, you know, he went yard the other day, so he's yep. looking crisp. I think Stock kind of is what he is. Like I feel like one of these years he'll hit 300, but he's always going to be 285 to like 300 average guy. So let me ask you this. You can probably guess what the question is. But we're talking a lot today about the pressure of being a Philadelphia athlete. Oh, here you know. we go. Why are there? Why is there no pressure on the Phillies? I think, I think ever. I think pressure is ramping up on the Phillies. Is it? I think people are getting there. Oh, I'm curious to see. Yeah, I, I, th- I think people are getting there. Because if the Eagles got no hit in the World Series to blow it, and then blew two games at home with a chance to go to you know the Super Bowl, they would never live it down. Sure, they matter more. Yeah, I'm, I'm just that's I'm curious to see if we're going to start treating the Phillies like they're a big league club and not just, I you think, know, a, think, a fun go lucky team that dances. Well, they the are. They're, they're the greatest. But um, I think this is the year. So where, then should they be expected to win the division? I think I think they should be competitive in the division. Why? Why, like, why? why not expected? They have a higher payroll than the Braves. They've beaten the Braves twice in the postseason. Mm-hmm. So why not expect it? We, we, we you, wouldn't, can, you can expect it. But we wouldn't just say with the Eagles, well, the Cowboys are pretty good. Like, no one would say that, right? The expectation would be, well, then Howie has to put together a better roster. Then Jalen has to play better. Then Nick's not the head coach we think. But with the Phillies, for some reason, we're just like, well, the Braves are good. Well, yeah. So much for that. Because, so it's funny. Can't wait till the postseason. We did a Twitter poll yesterday. Said, is it a big deal if for the Phillies to win the division? Is it a big deal? Yeah. And if you had to guess, what are the, what are, what are the poll results? Was it a yes or no, I'm guessing? Yes. Um, it, I'm guessing 57% yes. It was 50-50. Wow. So, <laughs> Imagine putting for the Eagles, is it a big deal if they win the division? Listen, if the Eagles had, had not won the division the last two years and then beat the Cowboys to go further than in the postseason. Eh. That's the leap that the Phillies need to take. Forget the individual players. Their leap they need to take is actually like playing with real expectations think, to win. I think that's here. 
I'm, I'm I excited to see. I think you're starting to get your your wish. I, I hope so. Yeah, uh, holding the Phillies accountable, Mister uh, Parks. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> this is not a surprise, but look who's on the line. The future host oh. of the afternoon show, Spike Eskin. Hello, Spike. You think I was going to let Howard Shore Parks over there get oh, away with Oh, here we go. What up, man? <laughs> well, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. At the, I was listening the first 20 minutes of the show, ready to jump out of the window of my car listening mm. to you. All right. Thanks for saying I'm doing a good job. I love you. You're always doing a good job. Thank you. You are, I, you are excellent. I'm a, an Elliot Shore Parks fan and a defender. However, yes. you are wrong here for okay. two reasons. You're, you're, you're very wrong with, on the slay thing. Two, two main reasons. First of all, you, you're missing, on, actually on both of these, you're missing the context of all of this. First part of the context is he is whining. He is not just being a truth teller and saying what it's really like. It, it's not some clip where he's, he's being honest and heartfelt. He is whining about getting booed this year because they collapsed. That's I disagree it. with That's that, but continue. And, right. and for you to say that he's not talking about social media is wrong. He's obviously talking about both. He's not just talking about the crowd in, in there because there are simply not enough moments during the season where they're getting booed hard where it's worth complaining about. So the first okay. of all is he's whining. and, and So he's not whining, whining number like one. You know, yes, you he is. No, he how is. is he whining? Listen to him. I watched like, it multiple like his, times. His I've heard it. He's vibe. Elliot, his, enta- his entire vibe is not my fault, not my fault, not my fault. That's it. That's what he does. So what he's doing here is talking about what, the reason that he does not perform. The second thing is, is that just because something is true doesn't mean it's right to say it. You're married, right? Yes. If your wife didn't look good one day, didn't look good as she normally does. I can't even imagine. Does, yeah. Right? W- would you say, you know what? You look good some days, but hey, you don't look. Good. I just I don't think that's a Wouldn't fair. Ca- that? I don't think, but no, I don't think that's a fair comparison, of right? So it, it is the wrong time, the wrong place, and the wrong person to say those. Things. But why? But why? That's like it. he's giving his I, perspective. I but he's giving why. no, no. But he's giving his perspective on what it's like to play in Philadelphia, right? We can't do the whole that you know this is the most passionate fan base in the world, and look at citizens like you. The bad comes with that. So whenever players bring it up, we're always like, well, I wouldn't say that. Why? Why? Be, be like when you're not saying it's wrong. You're just saying you shouldn't say it. Yes, there's there's plenty of things that you shouldn't say, and I did say he was wrong. He is wrong. He, he's not he, wrong because 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 it, what he's doing is he's not giving the full picture of what it's like. He is purposely making it sound bad. That like I, I can't believe you don't see this. So you're, you're saying you're, he's not giving the full picture in your opinion. I think he is giving a large perception of what he feels like it's play, what it like what it is like to play in Philadelphia. You don't think it's hard to be an eagle. Else. He should because the, the the truth is is that you can't have this dreamland like St. Louis baseball where everybody cheers when it's good and when it's not we're like, "You know what? We better get them next time." This this is what it's like. This so, is, and the money is part of it. it the money is not part of it in it my is opinion. Part of it. I, I I don't think money changed. Yeah, go ahead. But because because the reason that he makes what he does is because this is a much bigger deal than it than it would than it was 25 or 30 years ago. It's harder. Right, but, the, but the income. Are you once again saying that you're responsible <laughs> yeah, for, you for talking, athletes no. making money? You're talking about saying, your dad. But, I'm, just but, saying, I'm just saying it, it comes along with. No, it. no, but but, but I get it. your point. He makes more money, but I just and look, I've never made three million dollars a year, so I, I guess I can't speak on it. 
but I just don't think more money changes like your everyday life in the way of like how you perceive, how you think people feel about you. You were right that when you have more money, your life is easier. Of course, he doesn't have the stresses that we have to deal with. But what he does have to deal with that is regardless of his income is playing in a city where it is extremely hard. And there's a lot of criticism that goes with it. But, but, you, but again, there's also a lot of praise. Like there is, but there, that we have, but, but we can't just ignore. I, I agree with you on this, but I feel like whenever we talk about the praise, like we're okay athletes talking about that, but whenever they talk about the negative, it's like whoa, 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 whoa. let's not go there. Well, like but what they, you should not do. What you should not do is have the, the the biggest collapse in the history of the franchise, and then come out and talk about how the fans are bad. It's just it's bad form. It's stupid. And then he's going to go and complain about what the media is saying or what people are saying now. Like, it's this endless cycle of whining. Like, I just don't want to hear... But I, th- I, think, I think we're just viewing it as whining because we don't want to hear it, right? Like, I, no. like his, his tone wasn't whining. whining. Because it's whining. Of course it was whining. How is he whining? He's talking... He's talking about... He's talking about... He's talking about... true, by the way. Okay, all right. He's talking about what it's like to be an eagle. That, that is what he is talking about. And, and I'll ask you, right? Like, you've, you've been in the city and been in the media longer than I have. Like... Don't you agree that being a Philadelphia Eagle is extremely hard? No. You know what? what? If, okay. if, 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 playing football is hard. That, that's but being, but not playing for the, the Jaguars isn't hard. Being a Carolina Panther isn't yes, super. But playing for the Jaguars is also not rewarding. Yes, like, there's the, yes that, but, but you're different. ignoring the negative part. You Tell are right. Me, is that, it hard to be on WIP? Of course it's hard to be on WIP. Okay. Would, would well, you leave. want to go on the air and talk about how hard it is to be on WIP? Well, you obviously didn't hear the second segment when me and Jack talked about the thick skin it takes. So, yeah, that's well, right. Why? Yeah. <laughs> but but you, are, you are right. That, it, look, you are right that I think being a Philadelphia Eagle is better than being a Jacksonville Jaguar. It's better than being a Carolina Panther. Do you want the fans to change? No, I'm not asking them to change. But but, but well, it's we so bad. But, but why, we, why aren't you? But we them can't to ignore that it is very hard to be an eagle because of the pressure that comes with it. Not everyone can just play for the Eagles. Things that are rewarding are also hard. Yes, but that doesn't mean they're not That's hard. That's how it that, works. That's yes, how it works. I agree with you on this, but we're we're basically saying to Slay, you're wrong. We don't treat you poorly. Like we're not negative. That's not true. But I'm not saying we're not negative. I'm saying that that. Just because you're being honest about something doesn't mean it's the right thing to say. That's it. But like, that's a different discussion. We're not, dis- we're not discussing whether or not he should have said it. We're talking about what he said. I agree. If I'm Slay, and you know, he clearly is someone, I guess, that sees what the media says, it's probably not worth taking this battle on. But he has said it. And what he has said is that for him and Steven Nelson, who whatever Jack wants to say about him not being a real Eagle, he did, Eagle. he did play here a year, they're telling us that it is very hard to play for the Eagles. But... <laughs> All right. So what do, you, what do you want the result of that to be? Well, maybe a standing ovation. Okay. No, look, I'm not saying it's going to change, all right? And I'm not even saying I want it to change. But it we shouldn't could, change. But we it, should it, acknowledge it. it makes it harder. It just does. Like, that doesn't no, mean it. But, 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 but you, you're, you're ignoring the fact that it also provides motivation and it also provides uh, opportunity and it also provides reward. The fact that it is harder because it is better is, is, is one thing. You can't separate those things. You can't just say it's only harder. So, but frankly, I don't think I am separating. I think you guys are separating. No, I'm acknowledging spoils, both sides. The spoils are better. Everything is better because it is harder. I 100% agree with that. But the, the, well, but the that's heart. That's not what he said. But that's not what he said, Elliot. You but what he did say was what, what, him, what him and Steven Nelson talked about was that it is hard Who? to play Who's here. Who's the be- other guy? 
Steven Nelson. Nelson, former Eagle great. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spike, are you excited to do this every Tuesday with Tuesdays? With oh, Elliot? my God. Tuesdays, like, three to four. Yeah. It's a very well, anticipated segment. I, look, arguing with Elliot is like swinging a bat with the donut on it or whatever. <laughs> like, it makes arguing with everybody else way easier. Well, so, I'll say this. Every once in a while, you luck into a home run with that bat. So maybe you'll be, uh, <laughs> you'll be able to do it one day. All right, Spike. Have a good weekend, Good to buddy. hear from you. All right, guys. See you. There he goes. Uh, all right, I would like Excited to, for him to come down. I would like to go through to the... To a, a real media market. Right, exactly. A tough media market. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they have this discussion in New York, how hard it is to play there. Yeah, because they all suck. Yeah, well, and also, it's not hard to play there. Like, they have, like, 12 teams. They, they do... Yeah. No one's held accountable in New York. I agree. Even Yankees fans have gone soft. They no one afford, holds them accountable like you do. Because they can't afford the tickets. You know, I, I get a bum rap with the Phils. I hold the Phils very accountable. I just very much look forward to them. Um, <laughs> I don't care if they win or lose. <laughs> I do care if they win or lose. I, you saw me in those playoff You're games. You're right. Yeah, you were... You watching you at a playoff game was a sight to see. Thank you. It's like not, very like, like off to yourself pacing. The, the the whole Phillies thing is about as it's about as authentic as it gets. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I saw you sit by yourself a lot after game six and seven. Thank you. Uh, I would like to go through uh, uh, big play Nelson's games. Here. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It if does he's a matter. Good it does. Matter. It doesn't matter because twenty twenty one. Like who cared about the Eagles at the beginning of that year? They had no expectations. They're coming off a four win season. So the Niners game didn't matter. Like it was early okay. in the season. I'm excited to hear you just diminish all this. <laughs> well, like, like who was who was booing the crap out of Stephen Nelson? Was it the Niners game, the first home game they'd had in like a year? Yeah. Okay, so you're telling me there wasn't a good crowd? I don't think that. Do you they, remember? They weren't even competitive in that game. Do you they remember? scored like what three points or something? Do you remember? Do you remember how many Niners fans were there? It was a lot of Niners fans. By the way, it was 17 to 11. So. Yeah, but I think they scored a lot late. Um. I don't think that, I don't think there was a visceral reaction to the Eagles in the Niners game because I think expectations were so low heading into that year. I don't think people were expecting them to beat the Niners. Well, they were one and zero, and it was again the first home game since COVID. So, and, and do you remember? Do you remember Nick tried the Philly special? I, you know, so sometimes I have a dream that I'm still like taking the same class. The 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 Nick Sirianni wearing the Philly special. I can never decide to myself did it really happen or not. It happened. I it's. Yeah, I don't remember it. Like I remember it enough, but the the Chiefs game here, maybe, maybe you got a little bit. Maybe you got, I mean, that was when yeah, the defense gave up like three, forty-one points. Yeah. Forty-one points. Tyreek Hill burned them. Yeah, wide open. But like uh, you know, the 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 Bucks game that was Brady. It was twenty-eight, twenty-two. That's when uh, is that when um uh Jannard Avery hit hit Brady late. Yes. Running out of bounds. And that was a game where I think they were down big and maybe made a comeback late. They, like they never really had a real chance Dude, to remember, win that game. Yeah, because Brady was like surgical in the first yeah. half. Yeah. It was a rough day for Gannon's defense. Yeah, once again, a, a good quarterback couldn't beat him. <laughs> uh, the Chargers game here was close late. Like That was a good game. That was a game I think Sirianni got flowers thrown at him, right? I thought that was... That was after, uh, or was it in Vegas? I think it was in Vegas. Okay, yeah. I think it was in Vegas. Um... Like the, again, the Saints game here, they won. But I don't, 40, but I don't get what you're what you're saying. Like, like, are, they, like are you I, saying Stephen Nelson is? I'm saying is, is, what was so bad about the 2021 Eagles? Like they started winning by the end. He of He told you that is for his own mental health. He felt he had to leave. I just that was not. But the 2021 Eagles were a low expectation football team coming off a four win season. So I just think you're misremembering that season. That season was ugly. Like when they at when the they be, fell to at two the, at the but, beginning. Yes. And they, well, they, once they, they started winning, I agree it was not as ugly. Right. Like I, just, I just don't know what. Like Steve, I don't know what Stephen Nelson's talking about. He's talking about that when he was here in Philadelphia, the pressure of being an Eagle was extremely hard. He even said it's not for anybody. And for what it's what worth, what was the pressure he, on the 2021 Eagles? Dude, we were talking about firing Sirianni when they were two and five. We were talking about Still how they needed. Okay. But the point I'm making is, I think you're you're misremembering the pressure on that season. 
I remember, I think it, that was the year they played. I'm misremembering that, the, yes. the pressure on that team? Yes. What was the pressure on the team? Wasn't that the year they, I, I remember doing the pregame show before their, their game in Detroit against the Lions, and Glenn asking me, if they lose this game, who gets fired? We were talking about firing Howie. We were talking about firing Nick. We were saying Jalen's not They didn't the play answer. the Lions in 2021. 2021? No. I don't, I don't think oh, they're they right about lines. that. They yeah, <laughs> that was when they turned the season around. Well, they lost 44-6. No, they won 44-6. That, that was when they turned the season around. Man, that was after the Raiders game. Yeah, and then so, after, after that, everything was fine. Yes, Stephen but, Nelson, but you're what are you, making what are you complaining about? What he's saying is that when, when things were ugly early on, the, pr- the ugliness of, of losing in Philly is way worse than it is in other places. And he's played in a bunch of – he played the Steelers, if not mistaken. Steelers. Uh, the Texans, but that was after Philly. But for what it's worth, he's doing this interview now. Like, he's played in a bunch, a bunch so of So he played teams. in Kansas City, Pittsburgh, here in Houston. Okay, so Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Houston's not a real fan base. But Kansas City and, and Pittsburgh are. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's saying that losing here in Philadelphia is way tougher than in his other places. Now, I'm sure winning is way better, but the whole point they are making is the pressure to win here uh, to when you lose here is very ugly. Sorry to hear it. I'm really sorry to hear that. It's, it's, it doesn't matter if you're sorry to hear it or not. It's the reality. They're telling you the truth. And you know what? Steven Nelson has it one squat. Okay. Because if you can't win here, you can't win anywhere. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. It's the afternoon show. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. Nothing goes better with Philly basketball and hockey than Chickies and Pete's signature menu items. Pre-game, in-game, or post-game, Chickies and Pete's. Dot com. Elliot, could the Eagles be trading Hassan Reddick in the division? Ooh. Don't miss that story next. We'll get back to your phone calls and give us the your most annoying Philly athlete for a chance to win the Jelly Roll tickets. We'll take the best answer at the end of the show. 215-592-9494. It's the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Welcome back. It's the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94. WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Elliot Shore Parks. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. Buy one, get one free snow crab legs every Tuesday and Wednesday for a limited time. Find a location near you online, chickiesandpeats.com. Tell you what, some of these returns have not been uh, making our best and brightest here look the best. 
No. You know, I mean, like yeah. the whole the whole Jolly uh, versus Chilio. It was intro. unbelievable radio. The, the intro was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Jolly. Jolly took a little couple personal shots. Which he did. When we are we are in the throes of a debate, sometimes get heated. Sometimes they come out. Me and Spike kept it cordial. Like 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 I would expect. Yeah. Two, two, two yeah. gentlemen. Yes. Two gentlemen. Um, Jolly versus Gilio, you know, Gilio coming out, you know, being very strong. You know, so I think I think he boxed Jolly into a corner at a moment. <laughs> I love this is like a post game show. But Jolly boxed his way out of it. He did. Jolly, Jolly's uh, you know, he's tough. He's uh, slithery. Whatever. Now, now, Buzz, you are a Jolly enthusiast. Oh, absolutely. How would you grade? How would you grade Jolly versus Gilio? I'm with Jilly on this. I'm, I'm giving the points to Jilly. I don't think Jolly didn't, didn't really. I didn't hear many great points from, by Jolly. I, I heard more. I was passion. hoping he'd land more of a punch. I, I agree. I expected. I, I expected more out of Jolly. Well, what Jolly did, which is just classic good debating, he took Jolly's points and just kind of twisted them just enough, you know, with like basically saying, "Well, Jolly thinks that Kelsey's above the Eagles." Wasn't really what Jolly was saying. Would you say that Jolly is a master at debating? Yes. Easy there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You should see the smile on his face here when he said that. <laughs> you can hear it Sixth microphone. grade called. Wants its yeah. joke back. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It really did. It really did. But um, we'll go back to the phones here in one second. But according to Mike Fisher, who has covered the Cowboys for a while, he said that they are very interested in, in trading for Hassan Reddick. Now, my question to you, Elliot, is, is this classic agent buzz a big name to get the Eagles to bite here? Or do you think it's real? It does feel like a chess move, right? Uh, to, to put the pressure Cowboys on the Eagles. It, What's yeah. the one team where everyone would care a lot if Hassan went there? Um, but if it is true, they absolutely cannot trade Hassan Reddick to the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, it would, it would make them a monster. I, I mean, you talk about Demarcus Lawrence, him, and Michael Parsons. It's going to be really hard for the there's Eagles. No way, yeah. By the way, I, I think there's no way the Cowboys can do it. They're going to have to pay. They're, they're going to have to extend Michael Parsons this offseason. Well, the salary cap isn't real. They can do it if they want. They, I just don't know if they're smart enough to do it. Well, like the Eagles could do it. Well, Dak's looking for $60 million a year. Um, Mike is going to get $200 million and they have to pay CD. Yeah. I so, mean, well, I'm saying you can always make the cap work. Sure, but yeah. your team's going to suck. I mean, if it's, if it's just those guys. The, the issue with the Cowboys is they are a team that we all agree come playoff time. Don't have to worry about them, right? Choke artists. Oh, man. But they are also a team that feels like it wins 11 or 12 games every year. So it's a tough team to have in your division. And if you're the Eagles, and let's just say it's true and the Cowboys have genuine interest in trading for Hassan Reddick, you absolutely 100% cannot trade Hassan Reddick to the Dallas Cowboys. If they trade Reddick to the Cowboys, we can kiss the division goodbye. There is no shot they are winning the division if the Cowboys have Hassan Reddick. Pass protection was not great last year to begin with. I think there were times where they had communication issues. They were obviously not great against the Blitz. You add Reddick to that Dallas Cowboys pass rush, they won't even have to Blitz. They'll, 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 they will get pressure yes. on Jalen Hurts. So I don't care if it's a first-round pick. I don't care what it is. Unless it's Micah Parsons, I am not trading Hassan Reddick to the Cowboys. And to take it a step further, I really don't think they should trade Hassan Reddick. I think losing Reddick would be a massive loss for well, this team. Well, it, it depends on if you're – like, I would be fine trading Hassan Reddick, but I want to replace him with – I want to pay for another ad rush. Well, but, to that point, yes. If you're going to let Reddick walk and then you give Josh Allen uh, – not obviously the Bills quarterback, the other one uh, – would love, would love the Bills quarterback here. but Yeah, that would, it would be good. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I, look, if you find a better player than Redick, but you could do both. Like, you don't, it doesn't have to be Redick or somebody else. You could have them both. Yeah, but then you're, I mean, you are harming, I think, other portions of your team. I mean, not to get, I, I, not I to get super cap nerdy with this. Well, I'm ready to get cap nerdy. But, but I think it'd be hard to say you could pay him $25 million a year and also get another edge rusher for $25 million a year. You could. You would, it just, for your cap space in the future, would, would, you would have to eat into that. But you Sh- could do it. Sure, okay. Um, but I'm okay trading if, if, if they can go out. Like, we talked about this with the leap stuff. To bank on Nolan Smith, I think, would be a, a huge mistake. Agreed. To, to, to bank on he's going to break out. And I understand you've got you to gotta play him because he's one of your first-round picks. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with him being in the rotation. But to, to, to expect this huge breakout for Nolan so, Smith, I think, is a mistake. I agree that Nolan Smith has to play to get better. right? Like That's how you develop. I thought a really interesting point Sam Hinkie made when he was here during the process era was the thing that's the most valuable in sports is reps. It's time on the NBA court. It snaps in the NFL. It's at-bats in baseball. It shifts in hockey, right? Like, nice. Thank you. Get, getting guys' time playing is really important. But the Eagles are not the process sixers. If Nolan Smith is going to play next year, it should be because he has earned his playing time. I'm not just putting Nolan Smith out there just because they have to develop him. The Eagles are not a rebuilding team. They're not a developmental squad. The Eagles are a team that should be aspiring to win the Super Bowl next year. So I, w- I, like, I would play Nolan Smith if, in practice, he, he earns those reps. Um, after leaving the Combine... Do you think it's more likely or less likely that Hassan Reddick is an eagle? Man, it's a tough question because it really depends on the market outside of Philadelphia. The, the vibe I got was that the Eagles are waiting to, to, to hear what offer he has financially. I mean, there's a, a, a real world where Hassan gets an offer and the Eagles go, okay, we'll match that, and then he's here. There's also a world where the offer is not what the Eagles want to pay, but that team is not going to give the Eagles enough to make a trade. So if I had to pick, I would say... 60% he's here, but I do truly believe it's 50-50. It's not like, the, I mean, I'm sorry. I think it's a toss-up. The Cowboys thing is not the same because the players are not the same. It feels so uh, Paul Reed and the, the yeah. Jazz and Danny Ainge <laughs> sticking to the 6 Way better, last time. but yeah. He's, he's way better. But like, well, that's an interesting thing because, I mean, if the Cowboys want to get silly with the money or, or Washington or something like that, I mean, it is a chance. You're, you're getting almost double your, 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 your dollar here. You're not only improving your team, you're, you're hurting the Eagles substantially. Right. right. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting. The, 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 how Howie answered your question was very Howie kind of speak. Yeah. I didn't really take much from it. Uh, not saying the question was bad. Thank you. It's just... It's, the, I will give... I, I thought the more honest one was when Zangaro followed It was a great question by Dave. With what's the... Because it honestly stumped Howie. I thought. I, I've never seen Howie <laughs> stumped. Like, and he didn't look stumped, but you could just tell he was like, I don't know how to answer this because I, he, I don't think the best case scenario. But the I, fact that he didn't answer it with. It was a bet. Yeah. He said honesty, the, which was the, a non-answer. The fact that he didn't say the best case scenario is that Hassan Reddick is an Eagle. I wonder if the Eagles want Hassan Reddick back. Like that's, that's kind of where. I think they want Hassan. I think it just depends on the price. Like he's $14 million right now. If Hassan was just going to come play on a one-year $14 million deal, Hassan would be here. They'd be happy. Yeah. I, I, so I don't think it's about the player. I don't think it's about the person. I think this is strictly money. Would you rather, would you rather have a second-round pick or Hassan back on, a, on the one-year $14 million? I would much, much, much rather have Hassan Reddick. Yes, yeah, I'd rather have a second-round pick. But, 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 well, but why? Hassan makes them way better than the second-round pick. Because it's one year. It's one year. Yeah, but they have a chance to win the Super Bowl next year. Or at least they, they should be competing. Sure. Son Reddick doesn't change that. I mean, he was. Pe- Son Reddick's our best defensive player. I'm going and signing someone else and drafting someone. All right, well, if, if, the I, main, if get- I can get a second round pick, uh, yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. 215 592 
888-9494 to get in. The Twitter question, sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for bridal party gifts? Uh, Shop Mark's Jewelers' extensive collection uh, for the perfect gift online, marks-jewelers.com. A lot of replies here, Elliot, on uh, the Philly athlete you think takes the biggest leap. Interesting. Um, and it's funny. You want to read one of them? With the, Sixer, with the Sixers, every answer is Ricky Council. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, he's one of the most... The, one of the biggest reasons to be excited, like to watch the team right now. He is a reason to watch. Because outside of Maxi, who is fun to watch for what it's worth, like I think really since Iverson, the most fun guard the Sixers have had. But people know what to expect. What about Andre Miller? Yeah. Andre Miller, professional, James Harden, professional basketball yeah. player. Um, but I mean, look, Maxi, we know what he is. Ricky Council is the first player they've had in a while, I think, that has like legit upside as a rookie. Who's a, what's the last rookie they like? It would be Maxi, but Ben. Jane Springer, but like he and, never really. Embiid. Embiid, yeah. Ja. Yeah. MCW. Ricky Council. Steel. Steel. Undrafted Steel. Kenny's in the Dirty 30. What's happening, Kenny? Guys, you are excellent reporters. You're excellent radio hosts. Not a reporter. You, 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 well, Elliot is. You're a radio yeah, host. Thank you, Jack. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you, Kenny. I but, appreciate it. But what you are not is scientists. That is not even close, Kenny. Yeah. Not even yes. close. You've been driving me crazy with this calendar thing. Elliot, it wasn't just made up. It, it has to do with the time it takes the Earth to circle the sun. No, I get and that, it, but, but I feel like there has to be a way where we don't need a leap year every four years. Well, there would have been if you were Julius Caesar, you know, 2,000 years ago, but that horse left the barn. Are you sure Julius Caesar, Caesar is a real guy? But, but also, and again, you've, you've admitted I'm not a scientist, but we could just decide how many days are in a year. For the for the for the time this Earth goes around the sun. Well, there's a lot of things we could decide, but it's right. just the way it is, bud. Well, we decided everything in a way. Yeah. Well, it just. Let's get to Darius. Let's, let's get to <laughs> yes. the Darius. Get to yes. philosophical. Let's get some more fun things. Let's Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. So it, I, I always when 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 I hear players complain complain about fans and such, you know they you got to understand, these guys make a living playing sports. They don't make a living uh, designing physics uh, experiments and rocket sciences. Some of them aren't the brightest bulbs in the chandelier. And I, I just, I'm just being honest here. And some I don't think they don't think things all the way through, like most of us who call this station. And mm-hmm. they, too, are humans that spout off, and sometimes when they're with their buddies, they forget they're on the air. And it's very easy to say stuff that maybe if they would have looked back and thought about what they said, they didn't mean it. I know for a fact that they would much rather be a professional athlete making millions and millions of dollars and hear an occasional boo than be working at Walmart. So, obviously, I agree with yeah, that. So but Kenny, I mean, I, look, Kenny, Kenny, you're just really quick. I mean, you are one of like the face of Philly fans. Like you are, you are WIP. Like. You know that it is very hard. It is different. Like we 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 can't puff our chests out and say we're the most passionate fan base. Look at the crowds, and then not acknowledge think, that the do, flip side do of that is more. Very, do you think it's more great to be a Philadelphia Eagle or hard to be a Philadelphia Eagle? Well, you asking me or Kenny? You. I, I, I think um, I know Kenny's answer. Kenny is. <laughs> I think it's great to be a Philadelphia Eagle. Man, that's a tough question. Um, because I agree with you. I agree it's hard to be an Eagle, but I also think it's great to be an Eagle. Yeah, I, I guess I would say great. There's some I guys. There's some great. guys that can't. That obviously can't handle it. And and listen, Slay's been here. It's just I'm surprised he's here and he's still. He doesn't. He doesn't really warm himself up to the fans. Like it's. It's. I would have liked to. Again, I would have liked to heard in that clip. 
yeah, it's tough. We get booed coming off the field, but like it makes it makes me better. I like mm-hmm. like I, it, that would have been that's nice it. rather than it feels like it's always the fans, fans, fans. That's what I was going to get to, Jack. Is that's all you got to do is add that caveat that I will wouldn't want to play anywhere else because they're there and we know they care. Because the boo booing is caring, ladies and gentlemen. When you boo, that means you actually give a rat. You know what? And I'm, they'd much rather hear booze than well, that to me, but though, yeah. to me, to me, it sounds like you guys are saying he's correct. You just wish he would have said something nice on the way out. That's exactly it. I'll be the first one to admit I am the loudest okay. booer right. there is, okay. and we are rough as hell. I'm, a, now, I'm very pro to- boo, by the way. There's been a, there's yeah. been an attack on the boo. I think the boo. Oh, I wonder why, Jack. The, the boo is great. <laughs> I wonder why the boo. The stock is down on the boo. So we need to get the stock back up on the boo, Kenny. Uh, who's the Philly uh, athlete you couldn't stand, Kenny? Very quick story that goes with it. It's Derek Coleman. I, I have a basketball in my trophy case here, signed by Derek oh, Coleman. When I bought it, it was this is an NBA you know, basketball. They're like $100. I bought it for $20 because his name was on it. He devalued that ball $80. That's how <laughs> much he reviled in this city. He, and he, he, I, he I falls the into the, the failed number two Iversons. The guys are uh, him, yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Wave down the second guy. Appreciate it, buddy. Good to hear from you, man. Good to hear from you, Kenny. Talk to you. Um, have you ever booed a sporting event? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Who who'd you boo? Do you remember what your boo situation was? I mean, when I was younger, I went to Sixers playoff games with my dad all the time. Booing, just yeah, booing your, your little head off. Booing my little head off. Yeah, with my mushroom blonde, my mushroom haircut. I'm sure they were. Hair. I'm sure yeah. they were terrified. Yeah, yeah, they were very intimidated. Yeah, They're like, yeah. this is why it's so hard to be a Sixer. Uh, well, yeah. no, that's why it's so hard to come in here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I uh, my most proud boo. You know, I think, yeah. I think it's a fair way to rank it. And would you quantify this as being too tough? Uh, the Adam Eaton getting his World Series ring. Ah, it seems mean. I was the, one of the most proud boos of my life. Why let the guy get his ring? Never didn't deserve it. I think that the fans deserve that ring more than more than Adam Eaton. Stole, well, I don't disagree money. with you on that. But stole money here. They should give rings out to fans. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. I don't know how they do. How, it, how would you? How would you broker that? Oh, maybe if you've been a season ticket holder for 10 years, you get a ring. Do you think Howard deserved a ring? For when of course. The, when the Eagles won the Super I don't Bowl? know if you know this, but he, I think he covered the Super Bowl on a broken leg. He did. Yeah. I always say that How, Howard got that ring and deserved that ring because of the press conference in Cincinnati in 2016 he the season around. when he held Doug accountable. That's right. And Doug held his players accountable. Howard turned it around. I mean, you were there for that moment. It was, I was there, It was yeah. a watershed moment it was, for the yes. franchise. Yeah. I mean, Howard's not the GOAT for, for no reason. <laughs> doesn't get talked about enough. Does, he yeah, Howard doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, um, and the other bill, and it was, it was a former Philly, but he came back. I, I, own, I own real estate in Chad Qualls' head. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sure. Uh, I think there's a lot for, uh, for sale in there. I was, I was, me and my friend were so relentless pregame that his, his, his teammates were like, keep going. Keep oh, going. Really? And Chad was like, you know, being a, a bit dorky about it. Remember the Philadelphia kicks? Oh, of course. Yeah. So I remember I was bring them bo- back. I was booing. I forget who it was, but Peter Pappas turned around, and I swear on my life, Elliot, stop it. Stop. There's no way. I, I swear on my life, he turned around and said, Elliot, stop it. <laughs> now I'm not sure who Peter Pappas is. He was the goalie. He was the goalie. Yeah, for the kicks. Nice. I think. That's lacrosse. No, yeah, that's lacrosse. I'm trying to think. The soul is the arena football. The camera was the soul broadcaster. Was he? I didn't know that. It was the the play-by-play guy. Oh, is that why him and Jaws are boys? (laughs) For the soul. Yeah. I think think Marks was the the in-arena announcer for the the wings. So when are we getting off? 
don't think I have an arena announcer voice. Well, I certainly don't. Yeah, you don't. No, not Seltzer? at all. Seltzer? <laughs> no, no. Seltzer has a beautiful voice for many things. I don't know if in, in arena announcing. But he can get he can get deep though. Like he can do his like his deep Seltzer. Voice. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. So maybe uh, maybe Seltzer doesn't have an in arena voice. But we're gonna do fake voices and anyone can do it. Sure. Uh, Becky. Hey, how are you, how are you guys doing today? Uh, I hope you let me talk long enough to um, get my point in and then, you know, do my person to win the tickets. But um, I just want to tell you, Jack, you are, like, dead wrong. Okay, we're Poor good. timing. She has to speak in a meeting. I know. And then immediately we lost her. Hello? Becky, are you there? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Can sorry about that, Becky. That's our fault. Yes. Oh, that's right. Um, I, I, I hope you um, let me talk long enough to get my point in and then let me um, do a, a pick for the tickets. But um, so, Jack, I think you're, you're yeah, go for dead, it. dead wrong. Um, Elliot, I appreciate your take on it. But, mm. um, Jack, I, I, I. Thank you. I don't think you're, like, listening to what they're saying. Like, you're saying, like, two or three players aren't happy about the way the fans treat them. It's two or three players that are talking about it. Everybody else, who, who else would talk about it. they know they're going to get booed even more and crushed for for even bringing anything like that up it's it's and what kenny said i don't right. agree with um like you should make a positive point at the end because it's, it's not positive if you went into work, work and were heckled every day you would not like your workplace that's why i'm like i love philadelphia sports so much and it like hurts my heart because i know players are not going to want to come here because of the way the fans treat them and you, jack you are the one I feel like you're being hypocritical because you are the one that proved the point. Trey Turner taught everybody. Uh, we're having a little bit of difficult. Okay. Right, well, we're going to put you on hold, Becky. We're having a little bit of a... Uh, yeah, no, I know. Sorry. We're going to put you on hold. We're having a little bit of uh, technical difficulties down here uh, at Chickies and Pete's. Uh, we'll get back to everyone's phone calls on the other side uh, as we try to figure this whole thing out down here. Uh, back to your phone calls. Darius Slay comments. How do they hit you? Are we too tough on athletes? Um, and for a chance to win the Jelly Roll tickets, uh, give us a Philly athlete that uh, bothered you. Plus, Elliot left the combine feeling one thing, and it makes me incredibly nervous. Don't miss that coming up next on the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.